Vegan Podcast, episode 108. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins, and um, I just want to make sure this is, yeah, episode 108. This week, um, I wanted to talk about something, another misunderstanding that often happens, and I might have addressed it before. I've certainly thought about it and I've certainly written about it um, when I've been talking to people but I had a recent I saw a recent exchange that um, was from someone who um, was uh, complaining about uh, the uh, status update uh, by Gary Francione on his Facebook page and uh, all it said was that um, the status update just was like, you know, the usual, uh, being vegan is the morally right thing to do, in a nutshell, um, that um, it's, and, and, and then you get a lot of comments from people who say, um, you're being too, st- basically what they, they seem to be saying to us is you're being too, st- it's the same comment over and over and over, I can't believe I'm doing another podcast episode about it. They're like, you're being too strict. You're going to turn people off. You have to have something for those people who aren't going to go vegan right away or who are going to go run and screaming into the hills and buy extra meat because you're saying to go vegan. And then they, they get all twisted up and, and, and actually it was a big misunderstanding uh, as there normally is because what happens is they, for some reason, think that when you talk to people about veganism, about it being a moral issue, you bring their attention to the victims, the ones who are being slaughtered and tortured by the billion, and you point out to them that it's horrific and violent and morally wrong, and you show them that they can stop this by going vegan. Naturally, they're going to get the message that if they do less of it, (laughs) then they're doing less murder and, well, some people say, whatever, they're doing less harm. I mean, you don't have to spell that out for somebody. People aren't that stupid. (laughs) So, excuse my frustration. Um, So... We, that's what I don't understand. So what what we don't want to do is to push that as the thing that we should be suggesting that people do because that is an unspoken logical conclusion that someone is going to reach order already. When people are saying we need to pollute, we need to end, um, um, let's, let's think of it's the the analogies are they're they're always have they're always problematic and I'm trying to think of an analogy for this one. I don't care about I don't even want to think about analogy. I'm tired of having to think about analogies. We're talking about veganism. It's straightforward. They, they, we don't need any analogies right now. Come on, this is a vegan, by the way, that we're arguing with here. Uh, this is what you know drives me crazy. I don't understand where that thought process comes in that they assume that. This is this is what they mean by all or nothing. Is that what they mean by all or nothing? They they think that people are so stupid that when we <clears throat> abolitionists point out the obvious, well, okay, I shouldn't say the obvious because it's obvious to me, but it wasn't obvious to me seven years ago 
because I was indoctrinated heavily with speciesism and I'd never had anyone talk to me. But when we point out the facts that animals are being slaughtered and tortured for reasons of pleasure, amusement, or convenience, such as for food, for clothing, for all these other things, entertainment, whatever, and we point out to them that it's actually a moral issue and um, and they really start to think about it and they start to think about the numbers because once you start putting faces to those numbers over a yearly period or something, you, you know, um, that uh, that that those people are 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 not going to figure out that if they do less of it, then they're doing less of it. I mean, they can figure that out on their own. It doesn't. You don't have to tell someone. And by the way, if you do less of this really harmful thing, you're going to be causing less harm. No, shite, Sherlock. People can figure that out on their own. We don't need to encourage them to do that. They'll either do that or they won't. Maybe in the beginning they'll do that. My own example is that when I um, got uh, finally got some vegan education, finally, um, I still had um, animal products in my fridge. I had eggs in my fridge. I used to eat a lot of eggs. Of course, I went all the way down to the other side of the city to buy these special mics, I think they were, or Bills or Terry's or somebody's free-range eggs. They had this beautiful picture. I mean, I used to really think that I was doing something special. Or when I was unable to get downtown, I'd just go to the supermarket and buy the, quote, free-range eggs from the supermarket, you know. Anyway, I used to eat a lot, and I had a fridge full, and I was going to eat those eggs, um... But I wasn't going to buy any more eggs. Um, I still had all my leather shoes, and um, I had a feather-stuffed coat. I had a feather-stuffed duvet. I had feather-stuffed pillows. I can't even begin to sit here right now and itemize all of the products of slaughter that I owned because it was the majority of what I owned. But I wasn't going to buy any more, but I was still going to walk around in them. And... Um, What's my point? Um, my point is that, for example, here's an example. The the welfareists have these ban factory farming campaigns, or well, the safe safe does at the moment, but they they have these campaigns, right? I um, was not told. I don't remember to go and buy these special free-range eggs, these special ones where the chickens were just so incredibly happy and they were only available in one store on like 10th Street and 1st Avenue. Literally, it was this one little place. I used to go all the way there, uh, unless I couldn't, and then I'd just go to the supermarket. But anyway, I, um, I don't recall anyone telling me explicitly to buy those eggs. I do recall a lot of um, random stuff about um, the harm to me, to my health, of non-free-range eggs, of antibiotics and, and factory farmed eggs and things like that. Um, and also the fact that they were so cruel, you know, um, and they are, of course. And um, believe you me, uh, I would have 
all on my own, and I'm pretty sure I did, figured out, because I didn't know about the morals, I, I didn't, I hadn't been educated about veganism, I was just told, here's, here's this really, really harmful thing, um, I wasn't, wasn't given the sort of suggestion to stop eating eggs completely, but I looked for a less harmful thing to do, and, um, what I thought was a less harmful thing to do. I don't believe it's less harmful one single bit, which is why I'm unequivocal about veganism, but this is back before I was vegan, okay? Um, what I'm trying to say is, is that when these welfareists, for example, have these campaigns, they've, they've been clever enough now because they could, they just can't, there's no way they can ever do this now, is actually say, well, not, not the sort of, the, the new welfareists, I should say, new welfareists would never do this, um, they used to, is actually explicitly say, buy free range, buy, um, um, you know, this, they would say, this is what you need to do in order to do something for animals, you go and buy these products. Now they don't, they don't explicitly say it, they've taken that away, they just say, don't buy these products, because they're really cruel, don't buy factory farmed. And, um, and what are all the emails and the comments and everything saying from people who have not been educated about the moral personhood of animals? They are thinking of, of a way to harm less. Uh, what they believe is a way to harm less. And um, they are sadly, because they're not being educated or they're not even being given the chance to think about it, um, are they're looking for free range and things like that on their own because when you talk about something that's really really horrible people can actually figure out that doing less of it is less horrible I mean yeah a child will figure that out what we don't want people to do is to give that as the morally desirable option they will decide to do that on their own. So when we argue with these people about how we need to keep the message unequivocal, it's a moral issue, and they say, oh, you're going to scare people away, they're going to go and eat more meat, they're never going to cut down, they're never going to do this. Where are you getting that from, that people who care? Because we're, we're worried about the people who care. We're worried about the people who we can reach. If you're talking about somebody who completely doesn't care at this point, you should still tell them. You should still tell them. But anyone who's going to care enough to look for the, quote, less harm, quote, you know, more, uh, welfare product is someone who already gets that less harm is better than more harm. They already get that. Most people do. But they are um, also the people who we should be talking to about veganism. In other words, we should be talking to everybody about veganism. And um, they will figure out all on their own if they want to cut down or they, no, or they don't. That's already an option for them. We don't need to worry about providing that option for them. So that drives me crazy. I don't understand it. It's this circular argument about um, how, how we're, you know, because they keep reminding us that, it's bit, well, if somebody eats two, you know, two you know, hamburgers a week instead of five hamburgers a week, which is literally what... An, I actually, I think I've already talked about this speech that was given, um, that where somebody ended with that speech, and my, I just, my heart just, anyway, I won't go into that speech, I think I talked about it one time, supposedly animal rights activist, 
um, that was the culmination of the, oh, I'm not going to talk about it, it was too depressing, but anyway, this is what I want to talk about today, it just does my head in, it really, really does, just like, just like when we, you know, there's these people, they just can't seem to get past the idea that for some reason they are absolutely convinced, they've done all their psychology studies and they've, they've read all these this literature about psychology and about how people put up walls. We know people put up walls and, and things like that. But we're not saying they're going to do it in one step. Another thing that they seem to think that we're saying is that we're going to say go vegan one time. And that person has got to go vegan then and there. And if it doesn't work, that's it. It's all over. No, you just say it over and 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 over again. Okay? We're not, you know, we're not saying that you just say it one time. This is what I don't understand. So we, we're getting told, like, what about all those other people, you know? They could be cutting down, but you're preventing them from cutting down because you're being unequivocal. Nonsense. If that person cares enough to um, uh, uh, hear what, what they want us to do, which is like to tell them to cut down because less harm is better than more harm, if they already get that, giving them the true goal, as it were, the true baseline, the, the first step, right, that they can take, morally and being unequivocal about it, we know that they're going to take as long, oh my god, I can't believe I'm having to say this over and over again, sorry, I'm being, I'm being, I'm whining, I'm going to stop whining, I hope I'm making sense, I really want people to think about this, you just keep the message clear and simple, that will awaken people's minds. That will awaken their hearts. They might not like it in the beginning. They might avoid thinking about it for a while, but it's already in their minds. They might start running around and looking for, you know, free range or something like that all on their own. I'm not going to encourage them to do that, but it's out there. If they want to go look for it, sadly, it's out there. So I highly disagree and completely doubt and find it not credible, not credible and not a credible argument to say that when you are clear about this issue as a moral issue, you are preventing people from even beginning to take steps. First of all, that's just not evidence-based, <laughs> is it? Um, it just does not make sense and it is a cop-out I'm sorry because what they don't like is disagreement a lot of people don't like disagreement it disagrees with them they're much more comfortable saying to someone well you can just cut down and that person will say that's a crack and do that and they say oh you can oh that's awesome and then everybody smiles and then they can change the subject because there's nothing uncomfortable to continue to talk about you know I often have smiley conversations and I never tell people to cut down but I know that they might in fact I think they probably will they might even cut out certain products just from a conversation about veganism it's I would much prefer that they went vegan on the spot but I didn't <laughs> so um, I don't have that expectation despite the rumors. I don't think that you just tell people one time. You just say, go vegan once, and then that's the end of it. All or nothing. Give up on them. If they don't go vegan in that instant, you just, you never talk to them again. You keep talking to them, and you keep talking to them. That's what happened to me. 
I had questions, I went back to the same people and they were always there willing to talk to me about veganism, always. It takes time to educate and get through the lifelong speciesism of people. There is no credibility in the argument that a abolitionist message is preventing people from considering cutting down because we aren't saying to them we're not making that the focus of what we talk we don't we don't divide people into categories and say well you're never going to go vegan so with you i'm only going to talk about cage free you over there you seem a little more you know compassionate so i'm going to talk to you about cutting down and then you over there just maybe you're good enough for a vegan conversation no 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 you're going to you're going to confuse the message you're undermining you're undermining our advocacy you're our fellow vegans you're you're diminishing the ranks of people who are unequivocal. You're leaving us out there as a minority on our own. I think that's unforgivable. So um, just, you know, harden up and get with the program. <laughs> Sorry, this is more like a lecture. I'm, I'm honestly upset because it's... It's, it is frustrating and it's heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. We know what's happening to, to... We know what's happening. We can't stand it. You know when you dwell on it and you just... You just you feel your heart breaking into a million trillion pieces? From all of this... It's, my, it's beyond. It's just beyond. And there are people who are just... Unwilling to take a stand against it. Or they'll say... Yeah, I agree, I agree, but what a, oh, I don't understand it. Just, just, let's just have a unified message. I mean, that's got to be more powerful than this, this fractioned, fragmented confusion of, you know. So yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me at all. And you know what? If there is the odd person who um, is a caring person and, you know, even though they're totally indoctrinated, they care about something, they're not a total psychopath, and um, they meet an advocate who says veganism is the moral obligation, it's the moral baseline, it's what you do to help animals, it's the only way to help animals, if you're not vegan, you're harming animals, you might be harming more animals than someone else, or less animals than someone else, you might be harming bigger animals than someone else, or smaller animals than someone else, but you are harming animals, you are harming individuals, individuals, you are harming them, you are part of their torture and their slaughter. Do you want to be part of even one individual's torture and slaughter? It's not a numbers game as such in terms of the option of the, the option of veganism. It's there. Give it to them. If that person just completely, like the odd person, like they say, shuts down, that's it. I'm going to go out and, and I'm going to eat more animals. <laughs> or I'm not going to do any changes at all. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just complete, complete shut down. The odd person might do that. I mean, humans are capable of anything. And, you know, I do understand a little bit about psychology. And I know about reverse psychology. But reverse psychology isn't really morally acceptable when it comes to, you know, child abuse or something. Like, well, he'll shut down if I say stop beating your kids. So I'm going to say, go ahead and beat your kids then. <laughs> no, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> so, um, unless you were, you know, spiteful or... 
So um, let's say that odd person does do this thing that they claim that so many people are going to do. If there was more vegan advocacy, more, they, they couldn't hide from it. It's going to be everywhere. It's going to be all over the world. And they're not going to be able to hide forever. And it's going to get in. And their friends are going to start going vegan. And their relatives are start going to start going vegan. And even that person who put themselves in the little box and turned out the light and shut the windows and the doors, unless they stay in their house, they're not going to be able to escape from the unequivocal vegan message because it's a social movement that's growing. But it's going to grow faster if more people would stop having this resistance to it. <laughs> It's very confusing talking to these people because they keep saying, I know, we should, I can't figure out what, what I, I actually cannot figure out exactly what they're saying. I think that what they do is that when, I mean, I'm assuming, I could be wrong, is like they go out and they say, yes, no, we, we know that veganism is the right thing to do. And then they meet with some resistance from people and then they fold. <laughs> That's all they can figure out. And then they feel good because the person says, well, okay, I'll cut down. Well, you don't know that they're going to cut down. I, you know, I have so many people tell me at my stall, I'm going to go vegan. I want to go vegan. I don't, I don't know whether they went vegan or not. It's nice to hear them say it and I encourage them to do it. And I hope that I may, I think some people, a couple of people definitely have actually come back and said it over and over and yes, I've gone vegan. But I, just saying something, they have to actually do it. So, um, um, yeah, but it's, I think a lot of it is a comfort level, I think a lot of it is, because I'm that way, like, um, you get, you get such relief when the argument's over, and you can just go back and, you know, because it gets tense, and, um, and it's, it's a tense moment, and it's uncomfortable, a lot, of, most people I don't think, I think don't thrive on that, there are some people who love confrontation, and they're usually the ones who end up being, like, bullies or something like that, it's so funny, we get called bullies a lot, um, but anyway, I think that that's got a lot to do with it. Um, it's it's so much. I should. It's just so much easier to just say to someone, um, "Cut down," or buy free range because um, it doesn't really require that they do very much, and it doesn't actually require them to admit that there is a serious moral issue here. Because when you say to someone, "Cut down." You're really compromising the moral issue. Do you not see that? Because you're you're allowing, you are stating implicitly or explicitly that it is a blurry and it's not a, a, a so much of a moral issue. You know, it's if it's you are allowing them to continue to not face the. Um, the truth and to when you when you say to people listen if you cut down you're doing less harm but you are still harming horribly I mean horribly harming I mean what happens to these animals is beyond our worst friggin nightmare we know this and um, and if you uh, and if you say if you have a conversation and you and you and you, you as the as the vegan, you as the animal rights advocate, are are saying that cutting down, that's your position now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about cutting down your consumption, um, a bit less and harming less. You are ser seriously seriously compromising the moral issue because, you know, we 
I know that there's these problematic analogies and, and that, you know, we universally don't accept, you know, um, like um, child rape is not like a social norm accepted, although it's completely, horrifically exists in many, many, many ways of shape or form. It's kind of underground, right? <laughs> um, so to speak, you know, it's criminal, basically. It's illegal, allegedly. Um, that's not the point. The point is, is that you would never compromise those children, those victims, because you know in your heart that one victim is too many. So while you know you can't control what other people do, and um, you can't force them to make these changes, if you don't stand up from the beginning and let them know that it is a serious moral issue, and um, right from the beginning, um, then you are doing a huge disservice to the movement of people who are trying to get this conversation to the where it's supposed to be, which is doing a disservice to the victims because we don't want any victims. We don't want any of them. We don't want less. We want none. Now, obviously, we know that in this world, there are victims. There's accidents that happen. There are violent people who murder other people. We know this. Um, we know that less murder is good, right? Not good. Sorry, I shouldn't say good, but it's better. We have statistics that the murder rate dropped. We know that that means less harm, but we don't go around and turn around and say to people that therefore we compromise the moral message and say you can just murder less. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, I really hope that makes sense. It's it's a very frustrating situation. Um, let me see if I can find another point that people seem to seem to um, sort of hold on to is um, oh so they they what 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 they keep saying is that we need to stress a decrease in consumption. This isn't the first time. This is, I'm taking this from this one sort of comment, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to highlight the. It's a complete stranger. It's just uh, this is this is not one person. This is a train of thought in the welfare movement and in whatever other you know things going on. The single issue movement. Um, we need to stress consuming minimal. Well, it's just like I said in the beginning. If you are talking, if we are clear that it is seriously wrong to harm other animals and that if you're not vegan you're harming other animals then we're already stressing that you know minimal is 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 better right obviously but we're not that's not our that's not an we don't have to give that option it's it's inherent it's not an option that's morally acceptable so we don't that's not how the baseline that's what baseline means (laughs) That's what baseline means, people. I know I might sound like I'm drunk or something because I'm very, but I'm not. I actually stopped. Um, I don't drink at all, um, because it was interfering with my yoga. Not that I was drinking a lot, but I do not consume alcohol. I am in sound mind. I am of sound mind right now. I'm just, I'm just tired and frustrated because um, I get that way sometimes. You know, I see the potential. I see the potential if more people would just hurry up and do it and um instead of being bogged down by these weird 
concepts, which I don't know where they're getting them from. Um, psychology is, is one thing, but we're talking about torture, you know? Um, we, yeah, we're, anyway, we all know that. So I just, I just, it, it's just, what I want to say is that it just seems to me really clear that if you promote this as, if you promote veganism, you, people already get that if they consume less animals there, it's, it's less harmful because we're saying consuming animals is harmful. So it's obvious as any human being beyond the age of five or, or even under knows that, you know, it's less is less, <laughs> right? Um, and um, it also, uh, we are not saying that you just say it one time and, and then it's and that's it and it's all or nothing, whatever. Is that what they mean by all or nothing? I'm still trying to get an answer to that. Nobody seems to be able to answer that. What does they mean by all or nothing? What do they mean? It makes no sense. You don't say that to advocates against rape. You're all or nothing. You need to tell people to cut down. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so that's my rant about that because um, the good news is, of course, we are seeing more and more people who get it and who are um, part of these conversations and who who get it. Uh, there are abolitionists all over the world. The Abolitionist Vegan Society, TAVS, is so amazing. I love it so much. And um, uh, it's exciting because it's... Uh, it's it's achieving something I couldn't I could never do. It's it's very organized. It's very coherent. It's very centralized. It's just so great. I can just lean on it. It's like I have a I have a like I can just lean on it. There's this. It's 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 this is something as simple as a truly professional, you know, magnificent website that 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 is is based on sort of interaction and you know there's the registering the the beautiful literature and the logo which is very very recognizable and um and just having that to to sort of lean on i can you know and it's and it's universal and and um and i'm i'm feeling very supported you know i feel supported by the fact that it's there it's like a pillar you know it's like it's behind us, you know. Um, I think it's, um, I, I don't know why, it, it just seems to be, I, I guess even I wanted to have something that was unified um, in a sort of tangible way. Um, and I mean, who could ask for more than an abolitionist vegan society, right? So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Oh, that's right. Now now for the good news. I'm done with my ranting. I hope I made my point. <laughs> Let's just move on. The, I'm doing my first summer market stall. I haven't done the markets for a long time. They usually cost more money, and they don't, it doesn't cost me to go to Auckland. And they can be kind of um, the well. I, I mean, other people have better luck, but like the, 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 there's the market that I'm doing is the Davenport market, and they, um, I think they're reluctantly letting me back. The markets that I go to our craft markets. I don't go to the farmer's markets. Um, I think the tables there are quite a lot more expensive. Um, and um, it's all about selling vegetables and things. People go there to buy their, buy their vegetables. But these markets are craft markets. And people go there to sell art. And um, 
and and you know things like that they sell all kinds of things so I'm the only one who's not selling anything for money and so um sadly uh, I was told I was not allowed to have it was really weird um I think that there's a little something going on uh but anyway I'm not gonna have cupcakes but it's fine I'm gonna have this beautiful Tavs literature and it's going to be all about Tavs so um, I'm excited I'm going to have my tent and I'm hopefully going to have a banner um, and you know and I'll take photos of it and show you what you can do in your community and Tavs and then it'll be this recognizable just like the word vegan um, only we want to push abolitionist veganism because there is a big difference as we know and um, it's just the reality I'm sorry there's just just there's just Abolitionist veganism is all about all rights. It rejects speciesism. I mean, read the six principles. It's it's um, it's what I want to get behind. And when I talk to people in the street, I say that to them. I say, you know, I'm an abolitionist vegan. Therefore, um, this is all about we reject, you know, these xenophobic campaigns that pick out certain races. Um, we're not sick. We're not sexist. We recognize that women are part of the moral community. We reject that kind of campaigning. We're not violent at all we don't agree with violence obviously it's the problem not the solution and so it's more like I like to say it's beyond veganism veganism is the moral baseline so it's very different from for example a welfareist organization which is not even about animal rights it's different from um, pro-violence people it's different from people who use sexism it's different from single issue campaigns that are targeting specific races of people so it's it's I think it's you know it's the one that we should all be getting behind so um i'm very clear that um that that's what i'm about so so anyway i'm doing this market i'm excited um no cupcakes um but i'll keep doing my street stall i mean my street stall i can just basically i have had a little issue one of the council members came over and kind of made me put my cupcakes away um the thing about food is like you have to have a license sometimes but like you ha it's really weird like i look uh, I'm kind of bummed because I think the market people, what happened is there are people there selling cupcakes and if I'm giving them for free, it cuts into their profit. So what I was thinking, and I'm going to do this, is I'm going to approach these people who sell cupcakes and um, I'm going to offer to make vegan cupcakes for them because they're so damn good. I mean, people just, they're so damn good, these cupcakes. And I'm going to say to them that um, I would like... I don't know what to do. It's annoying, but I, I guess if 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 they sell them on my behalf and they take a cut, which I don't know if that's ethical because I don't know what they're going to use the money for, which makes me now doubt completely this idea. But and then I was going to the profits I would donate, you know, to um, animal rescue organization or Peaceful Prairie or Tavs or or something. Um, there is there are some local people who who do rescue animals and. They do help animals, and but they're very, very, very well first um, in their advocacy. But they do help a lot of individuals, so it's it's yeah. Anyway, I'm not quite sure what to do. So I was suddenly told, um, and I didn't have to do this last time, that I had to have a license for these cupcakes. All of a sudden, out of the blue, it was like, oh, and by the way, you have to have a license. And I was like, really? And um, I was like, okay. And then I went on the website, and um, you cannot legally make food to sell from a home kitchen in Auckland City. So if you want to sell food, you have to build a separate kitchen in your home or you have to have a licensed commercial kitchen. Well, neither of those options is good, but I'm not selling the food. 
that's the key I'm giving the food away so I am in a loophole they just aren't used to people who aren't out to make money who just want to give things away for free to try to show people how beautiful veganism is they're just not used to that so I'm not quite sure what to do I guess at the markets I'm not going to really bother I'm just going to go there do my thing so I'm at these markets and um uh uh, this this one, I, I kind of, when I first asked them to go, and I think I've only ever been once or twice to this one, um, I haven't been done that many markets total, um, they, they, the reason that I asked them is because they had, because I'm not a stall holder as such, I'm not selling anything, uh, this is, you know, hopefully this is advice for people, I mean, I don't know what it's like in your country or your city, but um, just FYI, you know, there is things to consider, what type of market it is, um, you know, are there food vendors there, and if they are, do they have a license, and will you have to get a license, and if so, how, um, how can you do it if you're from a, working from a kitchen from home, it might be completely impossible, like in my case, to even get one, because I'd be happy for them to come in and inspect my kitchen, but they refuse to do it, it's, you're not allowed, apparently, from Auckland, anyway, um, so, um, so, uh, but they're, they're, this market, the Davenport, Devonport market, which is a really nice market, they allow a charity so they had this sort of clause that they were like we allow like one charity and I was like well that's me I'm a charity this is a charity it's all about just free non-profit or free basically it's all free so I went under that I said to them I want to be I want to use your charity option you've got a you've got an opening for a charity I want to take it and I don't think anyone else has actually ever done it and um, most of the people there are there to make money um, so when I wrote back I think the markets changed management and they're a little more hostile um but we'll see how it goes. I'm excited because I get to set up all the Tav stuff. I got a little poster made, and oh, I just want a T-shirt, and because I have, I love my NZ Vegan logo. I love it. It's totally beautiful, and I love my website. I made my website. I got a lot of help from people. They were beautiful people. They helped me, but I, I, I did it myself. I, I'm not very good at asking for help. I'm not very good at doing that kind of thing, but I'm not very good at like. Uh, what's the word, um, allocating is a problem, which is why I, I can never organize a group, because I just end up wanting to do it all myself, and that's just stupid, so I'm better just, like, being given a task, and I'll do it by the organizer, rather than doing it myself, rather than trying to be the organizer, I should say, but anyway, I love all that, but, you know, I really want to get behind the abolitionist vegan society, I mean, NZ Vegan's always going to be there, and that's, that's, that's the thing in New Zealand, but TAVs is universal, baby, so, um, I'm dying to get out there with, with the t-shirt, and, all that stuff. Um, William Paul would love this. This is what he was looking for because he would, he kind of, he would always say that to me, you know, we're standing here and we're kind of so unprofessional looking. He says, look at safe. They've got this one thing that's extremely instantly recognizable. He's all right. And he was right. I was like, I know you're right. He's like, it's marketing. It's getting your image out there like PETA. You know, nobody knew what that meant, that little thing until, but now it's very, very, very famous. Now, obviously I don't support PETA at all. Don't get me started about PETA, but, um, it's, it was because of, um, marketing and because of recognition. So that's what we want to do with abolitionist veganism. Um, is um, get grassroots advocates out there um, uh, promoting it um, and um, and you know if there are listeners who are hostile to um, abolitionist veganism because they have whatever hostility but in every other sense of the word they are abolitionists <laughs> in that they just promote veganism, they don't promote welfare, they don't promote single issue, and they don't promote violence, but they just don't want anything to do with, you know, us, um, hey, you know, as long as you're doing the right thing, do it, 
and so you should be so should everybody but I'm all about this beautiful beautiful thing I love it so much I think it's just so wonderful tabs it's just great it's like a dream come true I tried to have an abolitionist I tried to have an abolitionist animal rights group at my university whoops nothing that did not happen Oops, there goes my outro music I'm talking too long um, that was just nothing because like I say I'm not a good organizer at all um, I have the Auckland <laughs> Abolitionist Vegan Association um, once again, um, you know, it's just not, it's just, um, I just love that finally somebody, I know I keep raving on about this. Okay. All right. So I'm done ranting. Um, please consider what you're saying when you are talking to people and trying to talk them out of being unequivocal about the moral message. Um, please reconsider objecting to that. I beg of you, especially if you're a vegan for goodness sake. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And um, I really hope that everybody is having a wonderful time. Um, there's lots of really beautiful things happening. There's beautiful minds and hearts awakening all around. They really are. And, um, you know, no matter what, we just keep going. You just do it. Just be it. Do it. Live it. It's the right thing to do. And that's just what we're going to do for the rest of our lives. And whatever happens, happens. But we're we're doing it so hopefully more people will but that's up to them okay i'm gonna go now thank you so much for listening to my ranting and raving and i'll be back bye